welcome to a special edition of the Guest X Podcast. I am your co-host, Matthew Loney, and we are here at the beautiful uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for the Focus Ride Summit. And I'm here with my co-host, Brian Maui. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing well. You're doing well. Last day, Getting you're almost it. to lunch. Yeah. This is, uh, it's going to all start to wrap up. You know, our next guest is someone that our listeners are going to know very, very well. Verit is the president and COO of Guesty, a very popular property management software system in the vacation rental industry space and someone that we're, we're thrilled to have. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's amazing. As big as vacation rentals have gotten, you know, here at Focusrite, it still feels, you know, most of the people I run into are on the hotel side, flights, you know, those type of things. So it, it's great to to see someone who has a lot of the same shared experiences as Brian and I. So tell uh, for, for our listeners, maybe it'd be helpful kind of talk, just give them a little bit of background for those who don't know about Guesty out of Israel, but very big in the U.S. market and just kind of how you've gotten to this point. Sure. So Guesty is about eight years old. We're an end-to-end solution for property management companies of all shapes and sizes uh, to help them streamline their operations and optimize it. We've raised our last round of funding this year in April of $50 million, bringing our total funding to $110 million. We have 350 employees all around the world in the U.S., in Europe, APAC, and of course our Tel Aviv office where most of our development is. And by the way, we've just purchased two companies this year, which we've wow. announced, MyVR out of the U.S. and yep. Your Porter app out of the Netherlands. And the interesting thing is that just yesterday we rebranded and relaunched your Porter app as Guesty for Hosts, providing mobile-first self-service solution for the smaller hosts. So now we can really say we can cater for the entire ecosystem and all segments from the individual host to the enterprise customer. Wow, that's very interesting. I mean, we talk about technology and tech stack a lot in, in the industry, especially you know, we've got so much technology. What is your guys' view on starting to consolidate some of the technologies out there for the property managers? Because we have so many options. It gets, you know, it, operationally, it gets complicated it gets and expensive. <laughs> yeah. Expensive, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so this is really our vision, first of all, that we want to create this end-to-end solution where all you need to do when you get up in the morning is open your laptop, see the guesty dashboard and manage everything from there. And that's what the experience we're trying to do. So first of all, we have a very robust solution covering the demand side, the supply side, owner's management, task management, business applications, accounting, and so on and so forth. But we also have our marketplace of services. We have over a hundred different partners connected through our APIs to the Guesty Marketplace, which allows you to toggle on additional services such as smart home automation, dynamic pricing, uh, fintech solutions, and others to really give you a very robust solution covering all your needs, but from a single point of you know the, the dashboard. And we really think that that's what the property managers are looking for. They don't really want to stitch 20 different solutions together. It's more costly. It's not comfortable, it's not convenient. You need to train staff on so many different solutions. We're trying to create a world where all you need to do is know your guesty applications and that's it. 
Yeah, the, I, I do think you know, we've talked about m most of the people who get into this business are hospitality people. They they want to they want to be on the front lines. I think a lot of you know, talking to their guests, you know, it, it creating that great guest experience, it, being back behind a computer all day, you know, to 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 your point of, of trying to get all this stuff to work together is not what they envisioned, I think, when they got in this business. And so I think for a group like Guesty to be able to take that on is, is really helpful. Yeah, I mean, from an interface perspective, you've got to have some way to manage it all. And I think you guys have done probably one of the best jobs bringing, bringing all of those technologies together and serving it to the property managers for them to pick and choose the solutions that they need, work with Guesty, get the data that they need out of it, and then you know be able to to function yeah so there when you look across the the property manager software landscape i still feel like maybe because of the pot the increased popularity of vacation rentals it still feels like you know before we're going to see a maybe contraction it keeps growing yeah you know, the number of solutions what where is it i mean where do we head what are the solutions maybe that still need to be built out as guesty kind of looks across the landscape because i think at some point we're going to have to see some contraction to you know to the cream of the cream of the crop right and and because i will tell you even from explorer's standpoint Brian brought this up earlier, you know, needing to integrate with 30 property management software systems becomes a job in, in, in to itself. Of course. But, and so how do you guys think about that? Well, first of all, I think consolidation is bound to happen because of the growing popularity of short-term rentals. Everyone thinks that they can start a, a you know, a PMS. Exactly. Yeah. Just, and some of them are like, you know, automated Excel sheets. They're not really software. Yeah. And some of them are really, really small, very niche, very local. So you have one just for, you know, Italy and one for Spain and one for Germany and, you know, all kinds of spaces that we, we see. So first of all, I believe that some of them, unfortunately, will cease to exist in the coming years because they'll understand it's not that simple to really maintain a strong, you know, the integrations at the level that customers expect. I mean, everybody can says we're, we're connected to Airbnb and booking.com and whatever. The question is, what is the level of integration? Those guys are, you know, releasing APIs on a, you know, weekly and monthly basis. Can yep. you really keep up with a team of three people? Yep. Probably not, right? Right. So I think that we'll see more consolidation, the, the big guys getting bigger, and eventually I think we'll probably see, you know, two, three leading software platforms out there, us being, of course, the leading one. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> of that, course. But we'll also see more and more consolidations of, like, the small ones being merged into the larger ones and also niche solutions being merged into a more end-to-end -end solutions such as ourselves. And do you think we'll, we will see, is there a day in our future where we see more of a common API, common language you know, that makes it a little easier to bolt on, you know, bolt on different, different tool sets? I hope so. I mean, it, it's bound to happen. I think everybody's craving the, the consistency and the professionalism of our industry it just doesn't make sense to continue this way. And the more consolidation out there, the more mature our market becomes, the more we'll have tools and rules and, and ways of doing things. And hopefully we will drive it. Some of the large OTAs will drive it as well with their requirements. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. So, Talk to us ahead, a little bro. bit. I mean, you guys have a lot of data. 
Matt and I, we love data. <laughs> Talk to us about what you guys are seeing coming out of COVID, some of the trends that you're seeing, booking, destinations, growth of property management companies. What what kind of data, fun data can you give us and our listeners? Uh, sure. So we have really so much data. We have, so first of all, we have a lot of data because we have a lot of properties, but also we have an amazing data and analytics team that just, you know, crunches the numbers and creates more and more views for us. We're seeing a lot of things. First of all, I think everybody knows that the pandemic at the end of the day was really good for our industry. It, it sounds a little sad to say so, but that's the case. Uh, because it really allowed it to go mainstream. A lot of people never tried the short-term rental industry before, have tried it for the first time and really liked it and will continue to use it. What we're seeing in terms of numbers is really a spike in numbers. For example, just to, to, to give you some color, the Thanksgiving reservations are 300% higher than last year. If you're wondering if it's only because of COVID, it's also 100% higher than pre-COVID dates, okay? Wow. Christmas is 469% higher than last year and about 157% higher than pre-COVID Christmas. So numbers are really spiking. Also, rates are spiking. So you will just pay more, like at least 50% more than last year for your Christmas holiday or Thanksgiving holiday. So that's also something we're seeing. There's more demand. The supply does not catch up as quickly as the demand. And as a result, prices go up, occupancy rates are up, everything's up. And we continue to see those trends into 2022. So if during the pandemic, at least in the beginning, people only booked seven days in advance max because no one knows what's going to happen next, right? All of a sudden we see people planning their holidays in advance again, booking with a longer booking window, which is great. Another thing we're seeing, and, and I'm sure that's no surprise, during the pandemic, the stays became longer. So kind of doubled, I think, in the first months of the pandemic. We saw from four and a half days to nine days. That's the, because a lot of people needed isolation, went away for, you know, larger homes outside the city, things mm -hmm. like that. So we, we saw that growing. It kind of shrunk back, but not to the levels pre-pandemic. So still people are booking longer vacations or longer stays than pre-pandemic. As a result of a lot of things, I think that digital nomads have become a real thing. Mm. The funny thing is that I spoke about digital nomads before the pandemic, how it's becoming, you know, people don't want to commit long term. They want to, you know, extend it like, but, you know, short to midterm stays in different locations. But now everybody has become a digital nomad. I can be a digital nomad. You can be a digital <laughs> nomad, right? Yep. It's like everyone can work from anywhere. So I think we're seeing that trend continue with more and more furnished apartments offered for longer stays as well as short weekends and, and holidays. It is, it is certainly an evolving industry. It, it, before we got on, Barrett, you'd mentioned that you know, Guesty's product continues to evolve partly because the customers are expanding their product types. I mean, what was a vacation rental before, you know, or, you know, was a hotel or what, you know, we're starting to think outside, even more outside the box about what can be a vacation rental. And, and the technology has got to grow with that, which I, I think is, is phenomenal. So tell us, as we kind of wrap up, your view, how has the show been? It's obviously a little more intimate than in the past. I think a lot of people internationally still, you know, 
the U.S. just opened, I don't know, a week yeah. or so ago. But how has the show been? And, and I know you were able to present with Airbnb. Congratulations, by the way. It was, it's an honor to be able to chosen for a panel here at Focusrite. But what what's kind of your takeaway? Anything jump out at you over the last couple of days from the show? Well, first of all, I think it's great to, you know, there's really no replacing a face-to-face. And the, the type of interaction, the relationship building, everything is just so much different when you can actually meet people in person, have a drink together, or have a dinner together. It's really, you know, I'm really happy to be going yes. back to those days of pre-pandemic. <laughs> Although we had some really successful virtual events, you know, it's just not the same thing. Yeah. And so really happy about that. I think there's a lot of optimism in the air. Everybody's feeling the industry is coming back, travel is coming back, with the recent opening of borders in the U.S. to European travelers, for example. Just think about it. I was at Verma last month, and Europeans couldn't come in, right? It right, was a U.S.-only right. yeah. international Verma I, I think I think Simon was the only one, and he, he, was. Had, and he had to get some... Yeah, he managed special. to pull it off, uh, right? Well, if anybody's going to manage to, it's going to be it's Simon. Simon. Yeah, somebody yeah. owed him a favor. And his red shoes. And his red shoes, yes. that's right. Yeah, but so all of a sudden, you're seeing people from, you know, across the pond coming over, which is great. And I really think that, uh, as I've mentioned, the short-term rental industry has become, you know, a respectable member of the community. We're not, an, you know, just an alternative accommodation solution. We're not alternative anywhere. Okay? Well, We're mainstream. Yeah. We're out there. People want to have short-term rentals. That's what they're looking for. And I think that you really feel it in the air. You feel it with with our partners, with the OTAs, with everyone that is really thinking differently on our industry going forward. I'm really happy she brought that up. I don't hear alternative anymore. No, you don't. And, and it's nice because it, you know, it goes back to when, when we talked to Peter, who's the head of Focusrite. Yeah, I, I joked with Peter that I think five, six years ago with the, when I when we did, launched Explory, yeah, they launched a big report and maybe 10 or 15 pages were dedicated to like, you know, vacation rental. And now they're doing, you know, its own report. It's massive. It's hundreds of pages. So exactly. it is, yes, it's nice to kind of have a little bit higher standing, I guess, among among the rest of the crowd. So it's great. So if people want to reach you guys, how do they do it? Who do they get in touch with to see the platform and learn more about Gusty? Just go to guesty.com and you can request a demo. You can get in touch with us. And of course, I'm available on LinkedIn and happy to reach out to anyone who wants to learn more about our industry. Awesome. It's great. Well, thank you so much. We know time is tight at Focus, right? We appreciate you spending some time with us. It's thank always you. my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. That's it for this week's episode of GuestX. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.